Hey everybody, uh, producer Leif here. This week's episode is absolutely killer. Um, the, we had some technical difficulties, so the sound gets a little weird for a little bit, but it is the best episode. So I just wanted to let you know. Enjoy! Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up, I suggest you to run this live request. All right. Word. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Tawanda's Live Request, a.k.a. TLR Pod. Uh, I am your host, Tawanda, my co-host, Nick Chambers. What up, Nick? What's up? What's up? And we got the homie, Rob Hayes, in from Atl- all the way from Atlanta right now. What's going on, bro? What up? What up? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm yep, in Atlanta. Quarant- yep. It's, it's crazy. The quarantine got us all stuck in the house, but luckily we can do this online instead of, like, in person, so that works out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, shit, it's been... How has quarantine 2020 treated you this entire time? Um, it hasn't been too bad so far. Like, I, um, you know, now that we're in the thick of things with this Michael Jordan doc, that's been good. You <laughs> yeah, know. it has been. Um, you know, uh, still don't know why they interviewed Nas and not Jay-Z, but, you know, we'll find out. Um For- for the uh, doc, yeah. Well, I always feel like not like and Justin Nas Timberlake. Had... Also, yeah, we still haven't seen Justin Timberlake yet. He'll be there. Nas, I feel like has more free time than Jay Z. That's true. That's true. But if yeah. someone's gonna call themselves the Michael Jordan of recording, you would think they would they would be there for the last dance, you know? Yeah, but Jay got he, Jay's way too busy to do anything. Nas, I feel like if you call like I feel like I've seen Nas do so many cameos in so many movies. Yeah, like he's always available to do some shit. Yeah, that's very yeah, true. I, Which is yeah. it really puzzles me how J Cole got so depressed that he let Nas down when Nas is available. <laughs> yeah, Nas <laughs> so is always available. Man. Nas is always right there. He's like, dude, of course, what? Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know. I haven't had a haircut in a while. Like I'm mm. like, I feel like society is forcing me to grow an afro. Yeah, it's like. growing nice. You can see that. I mean, but it's not like it wasn't planned, and it's it has no like bounce. Like I'm starting to get these like childish Gambino sides. <laughs> Yeah, but I think you got a good, like, 70s fro growing. You could be in, like, a black exploitation movie. You could be in, like, Black Caesar right now. You could be in Black Caesar. You could be, like, you could be not not the lead, but, like, the second in, like, Blackula. You could be that. Not the, not the not, you couldn't, you wouldn't be Blackula, but you could be, like, the person hunting after Blackula. You never seen Blackula? That movie's no, great. It was no. at the Southwest Regional Library in Atlanta and um on VHS, but I was never allowed to get it. And then once I was old enough to like get it, I just never never thought about it. Or didn't yeah. have a VCR. Yeah. It's on um Amazon. I think they have brown sugar that like the um acts the black the black Netflix, which is like all the old black movies, so it's like that's there. I watched it, and if you watch it, 
uh, Vampire in Brooklyn makes a little bit more sense because that's what because Eddie was trying to play that same kind of suave, smooth vampire as Black, mm. and that's why the movie doesn't work. That's why Vampire in Brooklyn doesn't work because like Eddie, he's not he's not Eddie charismatic. He's trying to be like devious and like it's like nah, that's not the vampire we wanted you to play. Yeah, like he was trying to be like he had like. No, this West Indian, my hair, like this super wavy hair shit. It's like no, that, that's Blackula. Blackula at work because that's a serious actor. Eddie wasn't serious like that. But also, it's it's Eddie Murphy in a Wes Craven movie. Wes Craven's good with comedy though, to an extent. Like Scream, he knows how to make. He knows how to balance both. Maybe he knew how to balance it in Scream because he saw what happened in Vampire in Brooklyn and he was like, like he got his thing together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that was just that was him figuring shit, figuring yeah, shit out. Like, okay, he lost to like Clubber Lang and then he had to go like train and you know what I'm saying? Like get it together so that he could fight him again. You know what I mean? So like Scream was like Wes Craven getting back in the gym doing one-hand push-ups, hitting the meat, you know what I'm saying, chasing the chickens and whatnot, and then boom, you know what I mean? I mean, almost, that almost worked, except when when Rocky lost to Crubber Lang, he went to the black gyms immediately. He was like, all right, I got to learn how niggas, that was, that was, that that to me was the point. He's like, all right, Apollo was like, because Apollo was like, all right, whatever. He's a black champion, but Clever Lang was a whole nigga. He was a just he was a hood ass nigga. So they're like, all right, Rocky, you got to go to the hood and learn how these niggas fight. Because even his even his trainer, his trainer walked in was mad racist the entire time. But Rocky was like, no, nah, I got to learn how the blacks fight. So, he could, so then he came back, and that next fight, he was talking wild shit the entire time. And Clever Lang was just like, I'm, he's white, but he's fighting like a black guy. I don't know what to do, and that's why he won. Dang, yeah. I don't, you know, it's been a while since I watched Rocky Three. <laughs> I don't not, remember him going to the hood and learning how black people fight. He, 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 he goes to the hood. That's a big part of the movie because, like, Clever Lane walk out. I remember he has a robot. I remember Thunder Lips. I remember, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Clever Lane talking crazy to Adrian. Hey, woman. Yeah, he was talking crazy. <laughs> Let me show you what it's like to be a real, real man. man. <laughs> <laughs> and then. He has, Kurt Lang has the best, he has, like, the best threat. Because before the fight, they're just like, all right, so, Clubber Lang, what do you expect is going to happen during this fight? Pain. Cameron. Yeah, exactly. That shit was scary yeah. as hell. Pain. Have you seen, have you seen Rocky Three, Nick? No. Bro, oh, that's like, that's, dang. That, that's like the best, that's, besides the original, I think that's, like, my favorite one. That what one Rockies Rocky, have you seen? I've seen the original. I seen Rocky three, Rocky four. I saw Rocky five. Rocky five is just like that was ambitious, but it was just sad. Have you seen, like you saw Rocky five, right? Yeah, no, I've seen the only one I haven't seen is Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I heard that one was good. Yeah, I need to go, back. go back and watch Rocky Balboa. Yeah, you um, gotta watch. Yeah. Have you seen Rocky two? I saw some of it. I didn't see a lot. Of I heard it. Rocky two is excellent, and really? I heard. A, a lot of Creed takes from Rocky too. Huh. Yeah. Alright. Cause I did like Creed a lot. I like Creed. Nick, which Rocky movies have you seen? I think I've only seen the, the first one. So the original Rocky. You've never seen Rocky Three? You never seen Rocky Four? 
I don't think so. You gotta watch Have Rocky you seen Four, Creed bro. One and Creed Two. I've seen I've seen Creed One. Yeah. Uh, haven't seen Creed Two. You gotta watch Rocky Four before you watch Creed Two. Yeah, you do. There's, you there's do. Plot points that I'll need. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. There's yes. Plot points you need. And also, Rocky Four has some in it that every every person should probably see in their lifetime, just because it's. It's insanity. I don't want to spoil it, but, like, yeah. I mean, I know about them, like, through pop culture. I, I'm aware of, like, some of the characters. Yeah, but you got to see James Brown singing Living oh, yeah. in America. Are you aware of James <laughs> Brown? On, yes. on Living in America. Yes, <laughs> Man. Some that was the most a... violent thing in the film. <laughs> It was, but Rocky Five, Rocky Five, the opening scene of Rocky Five is one of my favorite in the entire franchise because it's like realistic. Like, because Rocky Five starts with him being like, "Yo, my brain is fucked up." Hey, I can't stop shaking. My hands can't stop shaking. He goes to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, you've been getting punched in the head for ten years." Rocky, Rocky, and Bradley Cooper in *Stars Born* is the same voice. as much as i love to keep this is i love to talk about movies and shit but this is of course the musical advice show the music podcast because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could we could talk about rocky forever it's so funny but Dude, i, I, I have the tiger i'm suggesting for what they need uh, that's what I, my <laughs> first suggestion is Eye of the Tiger. Bro, all right. Nah, we're going to fucking... Okay, I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite song right now? If you say Eye of the Tiger. Eye like, of the Tiger by Survivor is my favorite song fucking... right now. Hands down. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Nick, you know, find it and start playing it. <laughs> we're listening to Eye of the Tiger. Come on, man. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna bop to this. Dude, it's a bop. It is, bro. That shit makes about this lasted, you know what I'm saying? Almost 40 years. Yo, that was like that's a that's an amazing it is an amazing song. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. This is like before there was dreams and nightmares, there was this song. <laughs> Cause this shit got you turned. You're like, yeah, let's, let's on, fucking man. go. You gonna knock a nigga out? It's like I could do anything. Waking up. Oh man, I, I remember like at an ex that like played a game rock band, and I would play this song while she sang it, and it was like that was one of my, my favorite memories of her. She sucked as a person, but that was great. Yes. Mm. <laughs> you want to do shit? You want to fight? You want to do shit? You just want to go? All right, now tell me why is this your favorite song right now? This is my favorite song right now because it gets you pumped. You know what I'm saying? Makes you want to run up some steps. You yeah. know, do some sit ups. When's the first time you heard it? One hand push up. First time I heard it was the first time I saw Rocky Three. I was a kid. Yeah. And then it was like immediately after I saw that I started noticing it in all kind of like different stuff. So, um. They would play the Rocky theme song at basketball games in Georgia, and there was this guy who would dress up like Rocky and run up the steps and became like a whole thing. It's crazy. Like, that sounds lit, though. Yeah. So, like, people would play that. They played a theme before a game. 
in both like for both for is that is that for both teams or just for one team in particular? I mean, you play stuff for the home team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to motivate the road team, but you probably do. They're probably like, oh, they oh they they gonna play Rocky. All right, bitch. Yeah. You know. So it's like, so to me, it's just like, all right. Then it's like, you play that, you play this song. Everyone's turned. The home team's turned. Then they lose. That's to feel weird. Yeah. I just went to a USC game in February, and it's weird. Like they got this giant window, and it's like all and in the first half you feel like you're in a high school gym. And then when the sun goes down, it got dark. And then all the music got, like, more current. Like, they was playing, like, Whoop There It Is and stuff in the first half. Oh, and wow. then, like, they started playing all this, like, Schoolboy Q and, like, all this, like, you know what I'm saying, L.A. stuff. And then the lights was dark. And then the game got closer. It was like, oh, they changed, like, the whole environment. Like, that's yeah. crazy. I've never, I've never gone to, like, a college game outside of being in college. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that was my. No, I went to the national championship flag. Oh, where? 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was in, who was in that? Louisville and Michigan. Oh, it yeah. doesn't exist anymore. They took it back. Yeah, why did oh, why did they take it back again? Why no? Why did, Louisville lost? I that guess shit. it didn't happen. I don't know. Like I, I swear I saw a whole game and like Louisville won the championship, but then you know scandal and now they're saying that doesn't exist my memory just is yeah. wrong hell you were wrong was that the same year that the dude from louisville like he broke his leg like real yeah bad? yeah deandre where yeah where's he at i wonder what he's doing now i don't know maybe playing overseas hopefully maybe it sounds like because i feel like i don't think you got drafted of course not they saw you like when you break your leg like that in college your sophomore year i mean year. paul george snapped his leg yeah but he, was, but he was already in the nba he had like a few years like by that point he snapped but the point of that everyone was like all right we know he could be a good player then it was like a year he already signed some contracts and shit but like i feel like college when you get injured in college like that you gotta be like in, you have to do you have to be an inspirational like i'm working so hard to come back yeah, or you gotta have a dope agent, you know. But you're not supposed to have an agent. Willis McGahee, uh, I'm saying right, you know, when it's draft time, like Willis McGahee snapped his whole leg in front of the whole world, and then he had a dope agent, Drew Rosenhaus, and then he ended up going in the first round. Where did Willis McGahee go to college again? He went to the U. Wait. All right, all right. University of Miami. Yeah, that, that it all came. It all came back to. Cause I got They're him playing com- Ohio State. Damn, I got him confused with um, who was the dude who played for UGA who legit hurdled that one who hurdled the nigga? No, Sean Marino. I was at that game. Yeah, that shit was his whole. Yeah, that that's, shit. That's when I was at Georgia. Yeah, that's great. It was on my mom's birthday. My mom was there. Yeah, it was great. Why? Well, right, that's what's up, man. Because my, yeah. my cousin went to UGA as well. I remember he showed me that shit and was just like, bro, that was, it was that one. What's move- your cousin's name? Oh, he's, he he went, ten, he went like, he just graduated like last year. Oh, okay. So like, he was showing me this when he was like at high school. Like, maybe in middle school, he was like, bro, this is like, this was amazing. And I think it was part of the reason that he ended up going to UGA because like he saw that shit. And he's, <laughs> he's like, he's in Atlanta. A highlight, <laughs> yeah. A highlight, bro. 
Cause that shit look lit, yeah, bro. Get this English degree from there, cause dudes be hurdling people at the football games. It's yeah, crazy. I got I got to go watch that for free. Hell yeah. Hey man, I'm about to go. But you have to pay for tickets when you, when you go to the school. Uh, not um, yeah, but it's like it's not that much, but it's competitive. Everybody don't get tickets. But it's crazy because the stadium fits ninety thousand people. There's thirty thousand people at the school, twenty thousand undergrad, but somehow there's not enough tickets for everybody to go to the game. Hmm, because they're trying to make they're trying to make a profit off that exactly. shit. Exactly. It's fucking crazy. A crazy profit. Yeah, I wonder you know if they're saying like yeah. part of that twenty thousand is on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Maybe they gotta do that because if you want to play, if you want to get the rights to play Eye of the Tiger, that, that song probably costs a lot to play. Dude, they would practice to uh, um, in the air uh, by Phil Collins. It was kind of yeah, creepy. That song about somebody drowning. Yeah, they play that. They play that every practice. Like you would hear that in the stadium. They would be stretching and stuff. I can if get you calling <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 oh, no. That's like, how that's do you practice? Yeah, that's, that's when that's... they're like ready to murder somebody. I, I don't know what that. happens. I don't know what they do to them, to that song to make that trigger something in them. But maybe that's a good, like, because it, it does something to Georgia players, but not to other players. So maybe that strategy right. to, like, other players are like, man, this is whack. They playing Phil Collins and Georgia players just losing their mind. <laughs> that's like, that's a good song to murder somebody too. I think. Yeah, it's like no, it that is that 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 song, like the same way I had a tiger is the precursor to dreams and nightmares. Uh, uh, Air of the night is the precursor to murder on my mind. Isn't that uh, isn't Air the night in uh, American Psycho? Nah, it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. No, it's not that. It's um. Huey Lewis is American Psycho. I don't think Huey Lewis. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. Uh, Huey Lewis, and then I forget what else. But it's not. Phil Collins is in American Psycho. Oh, it might. Okay. If, if anything, it might be the song Studio or whatever. Or that's the Studio. Yeah, yeah. The Studio. Yeah. Also, shout out to Phil Collins. Has some Didn't kids, he pull bro. out the Value uh, album though? He did. With Phil Collins' face on it. He might like he might have that like air uh air tonight is on there. You know, in the book American Psycho, he was obsessed with Whitney Houston. He played Whitney Houston. They probably couldn't afford the rights to that for American Psycho. They always play Whitney Houston songs the whole time and just talk about her career. I don't know if he, I don't know if that would work. I was thinking that there should be like a black American Psycho where it's just like instead of killing people to like. Huey Lewis and shit. He's just playing like, oh, this is this is old but fine. Like, you ever heard like the barge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, have you heard of New Jack Swing? He's break down New Jack Swing. It's like, oh, that's not and Teddy Riley. He's talking about Teddy Riley for like an hour and a half yeah, before you shoot yeah. some. Like, and I want everything else to be the exact same. But you talk sweat, about make it last forever. You know, Teddy Riley did this whole album in his apartment. That saxophone solo is not a saxophone, but him on his keyboard, then he just pulls out an accent. Yes, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fucking that's that's great. That's fucking great. I mean, that, need, that needs to happen, but it wouldn't. I think it'd be funny, but it wouldn't resonate. I don't know if people would understand it. Kanye had an ad for Yeezus where um, Scott Disick killed uh, 
what's Kim Kardashian's best friend name? Jonathan something. And he had an ex, and he had a, he play, he was like going on and on about Jesus. Really? That yeah. sounds like that. That sounds like it would have been a good thing to see, but now it's, I don't want to. I don't. I wouldn't want to watch that. Why? Because I don't know. Like just the the whole relationship with Kanye and Allen is just like it's a weird. I'm in a weird place where I'm kind of like I still kind of watch this shit, but I can't like be excited for anything he does. Yeah, no, I I feel that, but at the same time, I'm stuck. Kanye's a billionaire, and I feel like we don't know any of the billionaires politics you know what i'm saying yeah like like, everybody using amazon all day we don't really know what bezos beyond politically you know yeah we don't really know what mark parker beyond politically you know what i'm saying like we don't really know who tinker hatfield voted for true i think that's true i think it is What would you do if you found out the Jordan 11s was, like, based off of, like, the Republican elephant? <laughs> or the elephant print. Oh, the threes. The threes. The elephant print was, like, print was in. Yo. I no, 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 What if you found out that the threes was, like, like that's why. I'm looking at them. I have threes right now. Like, oh, my Republicans God. Republicans buy shoes, too, man. They do. Because I noticed, I know that because anytime a they old They never white, had donkey print. They never did. They never did. But every time I seen, every time I wear a pair of like Jordans or whatever, like the retros or whatever, an old white man will always stop and be like, "Oh my god!" When I was when I was like ten, eleven years old, I remember I first saw these shoes, and they get like emotional talking about Jordans and shit. Like I think, so I think Republicans definitely wear Jordans. Yeah, there's a part of me that thinks they're not really our culture. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? Because. We couldn't afford, like, only only certain people could afford Jordans back in the day. You had to be, like, yeah. rich or a drug dealer. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, like, Theo had a pair of Jordans, but, like, Eddie Winslow asked for a pair of Jordans, and his dad was like, no, that's the pilot of Family Matters right there. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Uncle Phil, you know, he bought Will Smith all them Jordans. You know what I mean? Um, I thought, like, Will brought those Jordans from Philly. Because he comes in from, from day one, he had Jays on. But, okay, okay, but you think, like, throughout the show, he's just, like, importing shoes from Philly? He's I think getting his, all the new shoes. I think his I think his mom is sending him shoes from Philly. His mom is sending, sending him a care package. That's crazy. That's what, what you think? Oh, you know, a dude, a, a mom's like, I'm going to ship you across country to your rich aunt, to your rich aunt's house. And I'm not gonna send you like a care package with some J's to remind you where you come from. That's not, that makes mad sense in a yeah. show. You mean, I mean, to be fair, where is he buying his clothes from? Yeah, and yeah, in Bel Air, where are you buying? Where's Will finding those clothes? Yeah, that's in why Bel-Air. he's cool with Jazz, cause Jazz is telling him where to get the clothes. And Jazz wears the same thing every day for six years, but Jazz knows the spots. You know what I'm saying? Also, how did he meet Jazz? And become best friends and jazz like come over the house like immediately. Yeah, like immediately. It's like I get it in like real life, but like at least I want to see the episode where Will meets Jazz. I kind of feel like that that makes you feel like like Will Smith definitely has like some kind of hood. You know what I'm saying? Since like somebody just come over like immediately and just yeah, crazy. Like 
I like. I remember I wrote like a sketch that like, it, it was. I don't know why I was writing this. It was a weird. Does Jazz like, even go to school? Nah, I, don't, I How think Jazz, old is Jazz. Jazz might have been like twenty five. Jazz is like twenty five, mm-hmm. hanging out with Will. Because Will Smith, the person, is twenty one, playing a fourteen year old. But it's Jazz DJ Jazzy Jeff, who is I think in real life older than Will Smith. Yeah. Is he playing someone his age hanging out with a freshman in high school? Because, not because they mean, yeah, it means <laughs> it's, it's two separate things. Either A, they're this, he's playing a 14 year old. That means that Uncle Phil throws a child out of his house. <laughs> <laughs> or B, or B, he's 20, he's a 24 year old who hangs out with a 14 year old and tries to fuck a 17 year old in front like every yeah, day in front of her parents. In front of her parents. <laughs> oh man. All right, next song I pick is by DJ Jesse Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I also thought about this. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna do that, but I remember I had a sketch idea because, like, you remember when Will gets shot and Carlton has a gun within like 15 minutes? <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, so I was grounded. I got in trouble that day, and so I missed that episode. And when my sister described it to me, she's two years younger than me. She made it sound like the most horrible thing she's ever seen. She's like, you're not going to believe this. I can't believe you missed it. Will Smith got shot. I was like, what? They showed it? She's like, yeah, they showed everything. I was like, you know? I was waiting on this episode for my whole life. I was like, man, I can't believe I missed it. Like, oh was, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. No, no, so. And then when I finally saw, like, the white hand in front of a black background, like, pull a trigger yeah. and then it go to commercial break, I was so disappointed. Like, I was in high school watching Nick and Knight, like, I've been waiting on for yeah, 10 for years. years. <laughs> oh, my God. That sound that's so funny. Yeah, this descri- describing so episode. Bad, you would have saw it. Will got shot. <laughs> and then Carlton had a and then Carlton bought a gun and then he pulled a gun on Will. Like it was I was like, what? <laughs> but I always wondered how Carlton got that gun so fast. And I think the answer was he called Jazz and was like, Jazz, I need to help I need your help to help me. Like, how do I find a gun? I mean, this is pre-9-11. This is pre-Columbine. You know, I'm thinking getting a gun in those days is pretty easy. I mean, I don't think he it's got plenty of stuff in the his, house he can pawn. He probably no, went to no, one of his white friends like, hey, can I, I need a gun. Sure, no problem. Oh, cool. You think one of his rich white friends would be like, oh, sure, I'm going to give a black yeah. I think they're not, they're not going to, like, their parents definitely were just like, don't give the black guy a gun. Or maybe like, oh, it's just Carlton. It's fine. You can have a gun. <laughs> but that also, is... doesn't doesn't time go on? Is it the next day for real? It is like the next day. Like he gets because he gets shot, and then it's like the next day or so. And then, even if it took him like mad steps to get the gun, he leaves it with Will. Yeah. And it's like, but what? Okay, so now Will, you're in the hospital with a gun. <laughs> Where do you put the gun? I think you call jazz. You got to call jazz. Jazz is an integral part of all this. Jazz, jazz is from the hood. For like, we saw him. We saw him go back to his homie spot that one time. Yeah, that was crazy. Hey, yo, I'm asleep on the floor. One of the smoothest things I've ever seen in my life. Hey man, 
No one looked more awkward with a do-rag on than Alfonso Ribeiro with a full high-top fade. <laughs> it was like a band. It wasn't even a do-rag. It was like a bandana. That like, it, it, it had do-rag qualities, but it wasn't a full do-rag. It was like, it was like a silk. It was just, it was like, what's, what's it called? It was like a bonnet. It was a bonnet. He wasn't wearing a do-rag. He was wearing a bonnet. He looked like one of the lost boys from the uh, Robin Williams, Peter Pan movie. He's like, like Rupio. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be that for Halloween a couple of times, but I was like, nah. I couldn't find all the stuff I needed. Because you need a bonnet and all that shit. But, um, yeah, the Fresh Prince, a lot, of shit, a lot of shit did go down on that show. Like, Will accidentally made Carlton OD. Yeah. On meth or some shit. I don't even know what Go Carlton. Go Carlton. Go Carlton. Yo, he was killing it though. When Yo, you he, think was, about he, it, he was right. He was dancing. When you that. think about it, like when you think about the fact that like Alfonso Rivera wasn't really on drugs. He, yeah, he was, was just out there dude. trying to act like he's doing the running man, like he was on something. He killed that. No, he he spawned so fast. Come on, man. Yo, he was dancing his ass off. Yeah. I wonder how many takes. You think it's like one take? And I think it's one take. Or it's like, you know, like he's just like sweating. And, and it's like, yo, I'm sorry, but the lights yeah. weren't ready. Like, lights weren't ready. <laughs> you got to do it again. <sighs> All right. I think that was one take. I do. Th- I think that was one take because the reactions of people, like the way he danced on that show, I feel like it's always one take. Like even when he did when he went on Soul Train or whatever, that yeah. was I feel like that was one takes. I feel like the entire cast was like, wait, you can do that. My favorite is when he was dancing to the Oprah theme song. Oh, that was that's, that's like, amazing. That's like unexpected because I don't, I think that that might predate the Carlton dance, but it's just like, yo, your man's out here wilding. You know what I'm saying? Because he's just doing like, he's killing it though. Yeah, he, he was, he was killing it. You ever watch like before all that shit? I think he was, on, he was on Silver Spoons or whatever. And also, he had like a dance tape, a VHS tape, where he taught you how to dance like Michael Jackson. I believe that. I heard, yeah. I heard he had a poster, and the poster like had different dance moves in the like. Like like one two three four to teach you how to you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was he was like the dance kid. It's just weird yeah. that like Michael ja- Michael Jackson never like hung out with him. You'd think that they'd be cool, but they like his tight man. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as tight. That's when Come that's on, that's where I was like Mike might have done it because it yeah. was like he was hanging out with these white kids from Australia that couldn't dance, and Alfonso Ribeiro was right there, the same age, doing all the dances perfect. That was that was the insaneest part of the movie was when yeah. it was like, yeah, Mike just loves the way you, your son dances, <laughs> dances and these white moms like, come on, man, my son out here killing it. And then yeah, anymore you watch it, like, yo. yo, every kid dances like that. They just <laughs> dancing like a little, like, <laughs> yo. Then they were like, yeah, he just loved your dancing and like, yeah, I could dance really well. And you see one of the kids like just dry humping the ground. Hey man, and he's like ten, you know, and everyone's like, "Oh my!" And you're like, "Wait, he that was." Yeah, I was gonna find out about what was going on in Australia. 
Yeah, that's that I'm not gonna flex. Like I remember me and me and Nick were watching it together. You're watching this, you're watching it, and we're both like that's skeptical. A sick, that's a sick thing to watch with another person, man. I don't know where I forget why I forget you why. You know what? I wish I had watched it with a group of people though. Watching it by yourself is sick. It's just a sick watch, period. Yeah, it was. I'm not even like, gonna say that because I wish I had watched it with people so we could pause it and be like, what? Like Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, it was it we were watching it and it's better to watch another person because then it's like because you, you'll have a fucked up thought, but then the person, like, I remember we were watching, this is my favorite shit, we were watching, and then the dude was describing, you yeah, have Mike went down on me, and I touched his hair, and it was, I remember, like, no, when you say, like, yeah, either his hair or, like, his pubes were, like, really nappy, like, say his hair was just really nappy, and Nick was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because Mike, Mike, Mike Mike's hair has never been nappy in his, like, it's been, hasn't been nappy since, like, Jackson 5. It was always late. <laughs> so we were like, right, maybe he's not. Maybe this dude's lying. But yeah, then, no, that was wild. But then a part of me was like, yo, what if Mike had been wearing a wig? <laughs> if he was wearing you a heard, wig. Have you yeah. heard these, like, like, these suspicions that, like, ever since he burned his hair, he was wearing wigs? That hurts me more than all the other allegations. Like, him, him having a wig is more painful to me than... And Why? Maybe, technology. <laughs> there's no way at that Look time at we technology Jermaine. was good enough. Everyone, to, Google Jermaine no. Jackson right now. Now right. I don't care. Wait, what wait, 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 wait. I, I, up, I can share. I can share. I can share. Look, I want you to look at Jermaine right now and tell me that the Jacksons are above wearing wigs. Is that what you? <laughs> is that what's happening right now? All right, let's fucking. Jermaine, you know that's not a wig. That's Play-Doh. That's not. <laughs> That is a cream or a salve that is applied. All right, we're looking at it right. Okay, we're, we're looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> so there, yeah. So there, there, yeah, there is there. Come on. Yeah. Dude should have been in the Lego Movie, man. Look at this. But it's no. But, but this was young. This was young, man. Look at that shit. Maybe they were wearing wigs their entire career because it's like their froze were perfect. Yeah. God. But I don't know, because when you look at Joseph, you look like Joseph seemed like he like a hairy dude. You know what I'm saying? It don't seem like. Okay, that's not what I wanted. Uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does. He does yeah. have. He does you have. Know what I'm saying like Joseph seemed like you know. All right, we're getting to like that was getting too deep, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got too deep into Joe Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe he was wearing a wig. That's how I felt when I found out Steve Harvey was wearing a wig. That shit was oh, devastating. Man. I I remember my barber, Rashad, R.I.P. He passed like a couple, a couple years ago. He used to come to my house and he lined me up. He's like, all right, this is the Steve Harvey line. It's perfect. He was so proud of that. And he used, to, he used to talk about Steve Harvey's lineup all the time, which is weird to think. He was a barber, so he, that's what he's focused on. He was like, yeah, I heard rumors that they put like this black stuff in your hair to make your hair more like sharp, but not. Nah. I had to keep those lines myself perfect. And then we found out it was a wig. And I think it set off a chain of events where he was just like, all right, I got to move to L.A. and find a new passion. So he moved to L.A. to be an actor. And then he became a fit. He became like a trainer. And he stopped cutting hair. Wow. Because it's Steve Harvey. That's what. He kind of quit. Yeah. Yeah, leave me. That's crazy. Cause Steve Harvey, that cause that hairline was his inspiration. He found out it was a wig. It's kind of just like, so what am I? What are we doing? 
Do you think Martin's airline was painted on? Martin? Martin on like like on Martin. I don't I don't think so. I'm ruining everything. <laughs> but no, wait, wait, wait. We were just talking about we were just talking about Will Smith. Nick oh, pointed man. this out to me. I never I can never not see this. <sighs> Will's hair is painted. Devastating. Devastating. Will's hair is painted when? Now. Now? Of course. No, but it's like, but it's painted like if you if you look Will's at it, it's been gray for ten years. No, not no, even. No, 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 like no, not coverage, not just like n- color wise. Not, like, not color. I mean, like coverage. Coverage. That, look, I don't, I have no issue with that. I have no a, issue. A with bald that. Will Smith. Or I balding. Balding. That's the. That's where it's balding. Will should have. Will should have let it go a minute ago. After should, I Am Legend, Will could have let it go. Yeah, after fucking Suicide Squad, after Suicide Squad, where he after was bald. After Suicide Squad, yeah, he should he could he could have just kept kept it bald. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get typecasted. You already Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. You Will already Smith, yeah. an icon. Your kids are grown. You know what I'm saying? Like like, what are you holding on to? Yeah, no. Nah. And I don't think he got a he don't got a bad shaped head. Yeah, no. Nah. He's still yeah. holding on to. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah Why you yeah. want everything? Why these people want everything, man? Boris Kojo been out here holding it down. Reggie Miller been holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Will Smith doesn't want to let go of his youth. He did a whole movie with a younger him. I mean, Montel Williams. He did two movies with a younger him. He's done multiple movies. Just Gemini Man. Gemini Man, yep. Gemini Man, him, like this younger version of me. Then Bad Boys 3, half the plot was it's a young, it's like me, but younger and better. Come on, man. After and After Earth. Earth. <laughs> after no, three movies, three big, big budget movies replaced with the younger version yeah, of himself. Nah, no, nah, we'll let it go, man. Let it go. You want everything? <laughs> you had yeah, you want you rich. You I got think... the, you got the girl from a different world. A menace to society. You know what I'm saying? You I got think he three just kids. Wants. Two of them are successful and famous. Like the other on, one man. doesn't embarrass you. Oh, the other come one, on, just the other one babysat them. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> what you want, dog? You. I you think rap deep down, he wants to fight. He wishes he could fight Tupac one time. You got Oscar nominations, man. People think you beat up Ethan Hawke. Like, what else you want? He wants to. He wants to because he wants to fight. To he, he can't. He lives in the shadow of Tupac because. Anytime, like he 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 did an interview with fucking Charlemagne and them, and he was just like, yeah, like I was insecure about the relationship between Tupac and Jada, and Tupac dies, and Jada, and when somebody dies, you can say easily, they were like the love of my life. I always love them because they're not here anymore, so it doesn't mean as much. But but Will wants everything, as we said, and if he knows deep down that this nigga Tupac somehow has his wife over him, it's driving him crazy. That's crazy. I mean that well, that makes that makes no sense to me. Insecurity like that? Insecure it happens. If you have everything but one thing, that one thing's gonna drive you nuts. I'm I'm if I'm Will Smith, I'm not worried about Tupac. I would be. Cause you First think about of all, it. Tupac is dead. Yeah, but Tupac And if he's not, he's he's not coming near me. First of all. Second of all, Come on, man. Like, come on, dog. 
Nah, no, Tupac. Have you seen Tupac Resurrection? With the documentary? Yeah. I saw some of that. Because they were like There's eight. a part where Tupac and Jada Pinkett are dancing in the mall doing a music video the parents just don't understand. Do you realize I was already a superstar when y'all was in high school? Man, forget that. Y'all wanted to be me. Like, come on, man. Yeah, There's no way if I'm Will Smith, I see that and I'm worried about Tupac. I think I still think, but Tupac is just like, because I think it's also you watch your wife, this person that you're like, I'm in love with, just talk about this other person, this other man in life so beautifully. And so, like, every because every time Jada talks about Tupac, it's like they're together now. And anytime anything happens with Tupac, they go talk to Jada like first. Like, hey, this is the movie came out. How do you feel about it? And yeah, she's that like, was her not- friend. She directed yeah. Brenda's Got a Baby. Like, she directed Yeah, they were, they're, they were close Love. like that. Like, they were, they were cool. But at the same time. But he should have, but he should have, but Will should have had it. Will probably was like, why can't you direct my videos? And she was like, no, nah, I'm okay. Will could get whoever to direct his videos. What you talking but he, about? But he want, But Will wants every. But we said Will if he wants everything. To direct his, the Switch video. He could have. Like what, he should have had what, her. What are you talking about? He should have. He should have had it. He, he probably was like, "Yo, can you choreograph this dance scene in the Men in Black on, video, man. please?" Come on, man. Because also, it's like also Will as a, was making hits, but as a rapper, he was never that man. Take a walk with me. Made the network. Now freeze. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, Tupac what's who's, never. Who was <laughs> shut up. Who was the chick that like sang on that song and was just like, I don't want to be in the video because it's not gonna work? That was uh Coco from uh SWV. Yeah, she was like, I'm not going yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna be in that video. I think Will also had to go through a thing where it's like, yeah, he had hit records, but he was not respected. As like an, a rapper or like a musician, he was just like, "All right, you have bubblegum shit." You got the Grammy. You got a Grammy. When he went, when he got that Grammy, he was like, "I don't curse." Da da da. And he was on his high horse when he said that shit. And then I remember Eminem said like, "Will Smith doesn't have to, Will Smith doesn't have to cuss to sell records." Well, I do. So fuck him and fuck you too. I remember that was the sentiment. Everyone was like, "Yeah, fuck Will." Like I don't get me wrong. I had Big Willie style. I love that CD. That was my shit. Getting jiggy with it was cool. But it was like you could feel, you could feel resentment. Like I remember, like when somebody wasn't that like one of the first rap records to win like a Grammy, like publicly. Uh, because I mean, that, he's the DJ. I'm a rapper. Won the Grammy. Won the first rap Grammy. Yeah, but like, but, what was? Yeah, but like during the broadcast, yeah, like uh, I think Big Willie style won, and then, um. They had won, like, back-to-back. I think Men in Black won, and then, yeah, Big Willie style won. They won, like, come on, man. Who who else has won? Who, what other rappers have won Grammys like that? Like, for a while, after that, and then it was like, I think Matt won. Honestly, the Grammys and rap is it's all a, a mess. It is. It's a it's mess. It's not reflective of, it's not even, they you can't even put a pattern on it. It's really just, like. Whatever you know, what I'm saying yeah. Macklemore beat Kendrick, you know, yep. like also yeah. Will. I know this too. Igor Will won like it's it's crazy. Igor Igor was good, but it's not a rap album. It's, yeah, but like Wolf and and you know Tyler's got you know Flower Boy and them weren't even nominated, but you know it's come on man. I yeah. think also Will to bring it back in Philly. 
he wasn't really respected as a rapper MC because he had no. There, there people had beef with him in Philly back in the day. I don't. I don't think that's true at all. That's true. Cause no. Cause there was all right. There was Cool C, Steady B, and I forget the other nigga's name. It was a group in Philly, and they had beef with Will Smith. They were like, "You're not. You're not representing the streets." This is because this is like uh, this is like what I don't late think Will 80s. was like. Oh man, yes I am representing. No, the he wasn't. He he, he, clear, he clearly wasn't. But rap at that time, at that time in the eighties and nineties, it was some. It was all some gangster shit. Like if you weren't doing gangster shit like that. That's not like, true. Yes, it is. Like yo, you watch hip hop. That's not true. Hip hop evolution and shit. Niggas didn't I don't respect have to watch hip hop evolution. First of all, niggas, I've seen every episode, but I don't yeah, have to but, watch that. Yeah, I know, but still, but niggas niggas didn't respect Hammer. They didn't respect Hammer. They didn't respect. The fucking Summer Hill Gang niggas, they did. But I think I think I think the the disconnect between Hammer and other rappers is different, but between Will Smith because first of all, Will Smith went on tour with like Run DMC and Public Enemy, and you know what I'm saying, like the Fresh Fest. Like Will Smith was like on that tour. Will Smith was like managed by you know what I'm saying, rushing them like. Like I think I that's totally different. These Philly niggas, these Philly niggas that have beef with them, they didn't like that nigga like that. But Philly that's is also like, Philly. yeah. But that's still like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what I'm basically saying is, yeah, Will, that, you're saying that. But then also, what? Why does Hawaiian Sophie get made? Why does Jazzo and Jay Z try to make a Will Smith like song? You know what I'm saying? Like, true. Like they they were successful. They figured it out. Yeah, and they was they was spitting. They were spitting. Will Run DMC like, had beef with Hammer. Run DMC didn't have beef with uh, with uh, uh, Will Smith, which is weird because Hammer was more certified and Hammer was certified like in the streets. Like, I, I've heard all that shit. No, but Hammer, but Hammer wasn't about the lyrics. Wasn't about rapping. Hammer no, was wasn't. about dancing. It was about That's dancing at the same time. You know what I'm saying? That's why Run DMC and LL Cool J and them, like, it's kind of out of the ordinary. So, your brother's commentary, a literary genius. Like, come on, man. Like, Will Smith was spitting. You know what I'm saying? I just remember Will Smith being like, it's a nightmare on my street. That's that. That's what comes to mind when I think of Will Smith. That's a chorus. Yeah. Come on. That, exactly. But that's what comes to mind. It's a nightmare on my street. That sounds hard. Yeah, I mean it was cool. You no, think no, no. there would be a three six mafia if that song didn't come yo, out? Yo, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> yes, there true. would be. They weren't. Spe- they weren't. They weren't. They weren't inspired. Nah. Man, no, 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 no. Hardcore. You think like like people? You think you think Nightmare you think, on My Street? You think Nightmare on My Street inspired a hardcore rap? Go ask DJ Paul. He fucking that was that was the first song. He was like that was it. The first hypnotized mind was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Nah, I wouldn't say that. No, no. All right, we'll find that out, beat. Man. That beat doesn't sound like the father Juicy J. Right, yo, Nick, can you play the night? Can you find Nightmare on My Street? Let's play this shit. We'll figure this shit out. Come on, man. Because this it, this is old. This is vintage Three Six Mafia right here. Mm, let's see what happens. Okay. I can see a little bit of that. But what year? What what year did Six Mafia drop? When did they When did they first come out? Their first album like ninety five. 
95. All right. But Wu-Tang and them was in 93. Yeah. They everybody, and, everybody was paying attention. Everybody, so they're, so they're, paying, you know they're, they're all paying, they're all paying Yo, homage. All they're all paying sons. homage. They're Come all paying on, homage. Man. Come on, man. It's all building blocks. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, here's the thing. Rap is like a new genre, and you could trace it all back. So, you know... Set before 1979, there's nothing recorded. 1979 stuff that gets recorded. This is only like 10 years in the recorded rap. So you don't. Who knows what this influenced? Who knows who listened to Nightmare on My Street and was like, "Oh, they should have did like this." We are gonna have Jason Mask. We are gonna have this. We are gonna paint them black. We are gonna do this. Oh, we gonna have the like sheets over our head. He likes those kind of movies. I like. Kung Fu movies, we go, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm joking, but I'm also like a little serious. Yeah, I know, I know, I, I, I feel, I, I feel that because we were talking shit, but now it's like you're making like you're making really valid points. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, he's the DJ, I'm the rapper was a pretty good album. Hey man, it's half, it's half rap, and then half just, you know what I'm saying, DJ Jesse Jeff doing oh. some amazing stuff on the turntables. Well, I also think that. Album. I think DJ Jazzy Jeff, like literally, like he's underrated as just like the a DJ and a producer. Like that nigga was doing his thing. Not in the DJ world, but yeah, in the in the world in the, world. In the in the world world, people are just like whatever. But he's like, like he had a, he had an album a few years back. I forget what it was called, but it was like amazing. The Magnificent. Yeah, the Magnificent. Yeah, that yeah. was the one. I could see why LL like. I can see LL not liking Will Smith because they rapped very similar. Nah, nah. LL, no, LL's cadence is like LL's cadence was a lot like this back in the day. Nah. Yeah, like, yo, like yo, play Nick. Can you play? Nah, I'm bad. Play uh, LL. What's the song called? LL Cool J. Fuck. What's the song called? Uh, I think it's Bristol Hotel. The Bristol Hotel. Play that shit. The cadence is the cadence is so similar. Just the rapping, like he raps. They rap so similar. It's like, but da 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 da. Yeah, you see that? It's it's this it's that was that was it's the same shit. It's that bounce. It's kind of like bouncing. What's the song? What's the song? The song? What album is this on? This is on, um, I think, Bad. This is off, um... No, Bigger and De- Bigger and Deffer. Bigger and Deffer. Okay, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Which also, LL for a while, people like to... People don't take him seriously anymore, but LL, like, his first, like, five albums are great. You like Walking with the Panther? yeah. I like, I like the shit. singles, but I I don't know. I oh, don't know. My... I think I just think it was a different time. Uh, bigger and deafer. Uh, bigger and deafer is definitely. I think ba- uh, Mom's radio. Radio. Bigger deafer. Mama said knock you out. What's the um? What's the one with the pink cookies in a plastic bag? All right, let me see if I can find that shit. Alright, you can pause this shit. We don't is have to go all the way the deep into is? it. <laughs> Are we gonna help people? Uh I'm gonna help me. You're gonna help each other. 
because right now everyone's pretty much scared about coronavirus and shit. But I'm going to ask you right now, I'm going to ask you, uh, what's going on in your life that you need a song for? What's going on in my life I need a song for? Man, I got uncertainty. Uh, you know, I don't know what the future's going to hold. I don't know if people going to ever go back to shows. I don't know if I need to, like, learn to trade, learn how to farm, you know? I don't know what. I feel like farming's about to come back. Oh, farming's going to make a comeback, bro. It's about to be lit. Because Animal Crossing is popping right now, so everyone's already talking about farming. I think that's the first place that we're going to be back. Like, I think farmers markets are going to come back. But, hmm, uncertainty and uh, doubt in the future. Is that that's what's going on? Yeah. All right, let me see. I'm trying to think about that. Because, um... I've never listened to 14 Shots to the Dome. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. What's a good song for this? Because I've listen, been listening to a lot of shit. And um, I've been feeling the same way. It's like, what's going to happen? Like, I, don't know where we, I don't know where we're going as, as people. I don't know. Like, are we going to ever come back to where we were? And it's just like... Hmm. I'm trying to think about this. Because usually what I do is I, I just see that as, like, anxiety and shit, right? And I see that, like, my therapist said this the other day. She was like, you can't ask yourself what-if questions because there is no answer to a what-if question. Mm. Well, if that happens, that's not, there's no answer to that because it's just, what if it doesn't? Basically, what you got, so what you got to do is you always got to, like, you have to either fight back, like, actually, like, in your head be like, nah. Things will be okay. I, Cause if I don't know things, if I don't know if things are gonna be bad, that means I don't know if things are gonna be okay either. Yo, your so, therapist would suck on first take. <laughs> she would. <laughs> That's why you she's can't a therapist. Exist in the what if? Hey man, this whole show is what if Michael Jordan played LeBron James? So. <laughs> All right. Stephen A. Smith had to fire this person. What? <laughs> I just met Stephen A. Smith talking to my fucking therapist. Like, what the fuck? Alright, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the right vibe. Um, alright. What, what the, the, the first album I listened to, where I was like, huh, okay, I can get back with this, uh, was, what's his name? Khalid. He had a high top for a while. He's, he's like a, he's an artist that white people love, but he's like black. I don't know, I don't know how, that's, that's as far as I can go with him. But, um, Hey man, you can't help who loves you. You know, yeah, you really can't. As long as he ain't sell us out, I'm done with the whole white people like. But you know, cause I there's probably people who define <clears throat> who define my comedy like that. But nah, you know. not even you make you make obscure you make you make your comedy's great because you make really like when you talk about listening to Cardi B and shit. Just like I like how you take us you you'll talk about some shit. And explain it in a way that I'm just like, damn. I, I wish I could have said that. Oh man, thank you. For real, I'm just like shit. Like I've always, I've always been like my fa- one of my favorite jokes you ever had. I remember like you did this in Boston. You were like, yo, everyone's mad at Hillary Clinton for leaking her emails, but she's like 70. She probably uses AOL still. That shit. I was like, have you watched the Hillary doc on Hulu? Not, not haven't yet. They basically chalked the whole issue up to her being old and the fact that, like, uh, Colin Powell did the same thing when he was Secretary of State. 
You know, they basically just chalked the whole thing up to, like, she's old. Like, I was like, oh, man. Like, I never... It felt weird to, like, be right being silly. Like, I was making... Like, being silly and then end up being right. It's, it's, but that's, it's a weird feeling. But that's... Li- but literally, Rob, that's kind of like... That's a party. That's a party of personality that like you can be silly about some shit, but you're still in a way that you're still analytical about. It. So by the time like so by the time you're done, it's like a serious thing. Like even just now, when we're talking about Will Smith and Nightmare on My Street. You were talking shit, and then like you ended up making a good point. Like yeah, hey, maybe man. They, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that, that, that's how you, that's how you are, bro. Whole life. That's how because that's how you are. And actually thinking about that, is there a song that encapsulates that? Like where it's like it starts off silly, but then it gets like real. Hmm. I gotta think about this. Where it's just like, I don't want to. No, you know what? Cal is good. Cal is still good for this. I would say the song Nick, if you're ready. I would say the song uh, Paradise by Khaled. I don't know this one, so this is gonna be a fun yeah. experience. This is off his album Free Spirit. And it's just like this this whole album, like no matter what's happened, I put this on and he was like, You can't worry about shit. All you gotta do is just be like, you know what? I'm just caught up in the moment. He's also like 21, 22. And also he's one of those artists that like he's one of those people that like he got chubby and he actually looks better now. Cause he used to be like super skinny, then he got fat and was like, Oh, now it all works. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he just did a remix with Summer Walker for the song. I heard 11. that. It's weird because like the collabs with him, artists never really can match his energy, so it feels it always feels like kind of awkward. And it's just like get high, you know what I mean? Just let it go. And this, it kind of like it embodies the idea of like paradise is a state of mind. So no matter what's going on around you, you can always still be positive inside yourself. So that what if, so that what if shit is just like what if things go good? What if things go good? If things go bad, you don't think to yourself, "Well, lucky I was already being sad about this before." It still fucking sucks. But if you're like, "What if things go good?" Now you're excited for what's gonna happen next, instead of dreading what's gonna happen next. And even if it's a thing, even if it's like the thing, like oh, what you're going through is not gonna be like great. You know, I right, I'll come out of this a better person. So yep. Mm-mm. How you feeling about this? I'm uh, I'm. I don't know. I, this is not my normal like uh, type of type of vibe, but it. Uh... It's definitely yeah. helpful. Yeah, 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 bro. This is because this is the shit. This is the shit, and we can turn it. Oh, Nick, we can turn. We can, we can turn. We can turn it down. We can turn it down. We can turn it down. Because this is one of those songs that like I don't like talking over too much, but because of the podcast, you have to talk over it. Else, I'd be like, you can't do that. So, like, I really recommend you listen. Just listen to his album again, Free Spirit. Free it came Spirit. Out, Free Spirit. It came out in 2018. It's fucking. No, it came out. No, it came out 2019. It's great. Highly recommend it. Uh, it was when it, when I first heard it. It was like it just feels like spring and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's a really good. I recommend that shit. 
because it, it it gives you a vibe and even like the just the him singing the way he sings also the beats in the back they put they took their time with this and i think that with what's going to happen with stand-up and entertainment and everything i've noticed that we're all kind of like pivoting you know like we used to be like oh we're all doing live shows and stuff like that now we're doing zoom shows and now we're trying to figure out like all right i'm gonna make content in this way i'm gonna write this i'm gonna create this because that's what our energy is like the stand-up was just like a it wasn't it wasn't a thing it was just a vessel for our creativity to you know to our creative it was just a vessel for our creativity to like you know showcase instead now that creativity is still there we just don't have this thing anymore and we're gonna adjust no man i needed <laughs> i needed people in seats i needed like we'll find it we'll like, find a way man. bro ah I don't like this, man. I, yeah, I get it. No, trust me, I get it. It's like because it doesn't hit the same. It doesn't hit the same when you're just like, damn. Like when you're in front of people, even if like you're bombing, and it's like you're still feeling like their energy of just like we don't like yeah. this. But instead of being like online, you're like, all right, I'm just gonna talk, and hope that people receive it somehow. Like get like a thumbs up or like a clap emoji. That's all. You, that's that's not the same as like a laugh or like a, even like a look. Yeah. Or even like after the show, people come up to you and they're like, "Yo, I felt what you were saying. That shit, what you said right there, touched me." And like, I like, I appreciate that. And that's that. I think that'll come back. That we'll find a way. There will be a. I think too many people miss that feeling for it not to exist anymore. Yeah, we're all gonna work towards that. So we'll be all right. I mean, some people there's some all people right. who never really was into comedy, and now it's like, dang, we ain't never gonna get these people. Yeah, but we but we didn't want those people, the people that don't like comedy. We'll find, oh, no, I'll be back because people been people like entertainment and shit. We'll we'll figure this shit out. We will figure this shit out. It'll just take some time. Nah, I, it, maybe I, I don't know, man. maybe we'll get like maybe VR will get super dope. We get like we can get like the headsets and shit. We put a headset on. We'll be like in a club with other people wearing headsets, and it'll be like we're there. Yeah. And then maybe, like, you do that shit. Then on top of doing that shit, it's kind of like, yeah, like a rumble pack or whatever. So you're telling a joke and you, people start laughing. It'll start rumbling a little bit so you can kind of feel something. Because this technology already, like, it, this is why I think we'll be okay. Because a lot of this technology already exists for, like, porn and shit. And porn is how we, like, porn is how we develop our technology since, like, the internet began. Without porn, the internet wouldn't be where it's at. And porn is already shit where, like, yo, you can... Like you can put this shit on, and it's like you're having sex. That's gonna trickle down to being like you can put this on, and it's like you're outside again. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's we're gonna like the movie The Matrix makes it seem like we're gonna be it's it's bad, but we're gonna we're we're getting closer to that. See, we headed there now. See, watch they're gonna be yeah. like getting the little pie with the goo. Plug yeah. yourself in, you can't get the disease. You know what I'm saying? Because you always wonder how they get everybody in there with the goo. You know what I mean? It was a now disease. Now we all gonna be in there with the goo. Exactly. Gonna be the goo with the fucking mm. spider robots and shit. Nah, man. But it's like, and what's and it's. I remember watching The Matrix as a kid. Maybe I missed the point completely. But I was like, what's so bad about that? Like we're fighting to stop that shit. Because they were like, they what were in the goo. What's so bad about that? They, they were in the goo. The bathroom. 
But no, but you, but in like your fucking, but in your head, like in the fucking simulation, you were living your life. It was so regular. It was normal. You did shit. And then they were like, nah, we can't live like this. Then you you go somewhere. Because you find out, because you find out that it's something else controlling this whole thing, man. You don't got no control. But then you have control and now you have no, you have control. Now you got no sky. There was no sky. Yeah. Talking to Lawrence Fishburne. But now you realize, like, okay, this all was a lie. It's glitches. You know what I'm saying? You see a cat. You see that same cat again. This thing messing up. And what if perfect. I like seeing? What if I like you seeing cats? Saying? What if I'm like, oh shit, that's a that's a dope ass cat. Then I see that cat again. I'm like, oh, this is. What nice. if I told you something and then you just stop believing in our reality? You start being able to go in slow motion and like stopping bullets and stuff. You don't think you would just wild out? But then it's like. I don't have a family anymore. I don't see my parents. I don't see like my best friends. I'm we like, already there though, dog. You but I got, so I, so I got, go, so I gotta go save. On. So now I gotta go save you. I gotta go kill a bunch of people in this fake world, and everyone in the fake world that dies, their family's gonna be like, "What the fuck happened?" You're like, don't worry, none of this is real. But the, gonna, but dudes could just come uh, take over their body, and now they not themselves no more anyway. You know. What but I'm then saying? I said, wait, but what do, you, what do you tell that person's kids? Hey, I'm sorry, Agent Smith just got him. Like they, there was a whole that was a whole uncle taught you how to ride a bike. Now he's Agent Smith, <laughs> and you're just like, damn, there he's gone never forever. No uncle was there, so, all so, so now, so now, this all simulation. Now, now you're telling me it's all like, what, what stopped me from just wanting to die? Cause you get to go talk to the architect, man. Everybody don't get an appointment with talk him. Talk to him. You know okay, I mean, it's like, yeah, but it's they like, got TVs all up here. You got stuff to watch for days. You know what I'm saying? Talk to the architect. I'm gonna go talk to the oracle. I'm not, I already have old black ladies in my night in my life. I'm not gonna fight to meet another one. I already got enough, enough black ladies in my life. I can have more, but still, I'm not like I'm gonna fight to go to an apartment in fucking Harlem. They had they had uh, light skin and Viv the Oracle man. Yeah, she was. Yo, that was yo, that was great. That was crazy. They got light skin. Like, yo, we got it. We got skinny Oracle now. It's like, why they do this? Yo, they... I saw that. You see that Zoom call between the whole Fresh Prince cast? No, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw some of it, and I was I was hoping that Janet Hubert would like hack into it. That would have been crazy. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Oh my god! That like she, she I, I I like watching her, but it's just like I feel bad because she, I think she was blackballed, but like blackballed and typecast. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. You killing it. You doing an amazing job on the show, and then but like you don't meld well with the people. Yeah, and then and it's then like you can't work after that because everybody's like, oh you you ain't vid. That'd be tough, man. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to work after you're like, wait, you hate Will Smith? Like, how do you how do you work in Hollywood after you say, I hate Will Smith? I think that's, and that's a place you want to get to. This is very, like, I want to be at a point where like, if you hate me, then it's like, the problem is you. Even if yeah. you're right. Even if you're right. Like, the problem is still you. And that's how Will won. All right. So, uh, we talked a lot about Will Smith. We talked a lot about Philly today, which is weird. But now, here's my next segment where I want you to help me with something I'm going through. All right. Basically, where I'm at right now is in a similar place as you where it's just like I'm trying to maintain hope. And I'm trying to, like, create from a place that I don't 
Like, I'm trying to write a cartoon right now, right? I want to write a cartoon. I got you. I have an idea, and it's hard because I don't know how to draw. Also, like, I'm writing in, like, Final Draft and stuff, but I but writing a regular script versus a cartoon script are two different things because you have to visualize the entire shit. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm taking these steps to, like, learn how to do this stuff, but the effort it's taking, and it's, like, costing, like, money and, like, frustration and time, and I'm trying to figure out, like, is this all worth it? Hmm. So I need a song that'll help me, like, because I gotta buy an iPad, and that's gonna cost a lot of money. But that everyone's like, if you want to draw, like, a web, gotta buy everything. because my idea is like, I want to draw, I want to start drawing webtoons first, like a web, a comic strip, and that would help me storyboard the entire podcast, and also that would no, it helped storyboard the um, cartoon, and also it would help just build buzz or whatever. It's built like see if there's interest in what I'm talking about. Also, I've always wanted to draw a web comic. And everyone's telling me, like, if you have an iPad, it's the easiest way to do it. Because I can't draw. Um, I mean, you know, you want to be creative. You want to, uh, you know what I'm saying? You want to spark them creative juices. You want to find a path, man. There's only one way to go, man. And that's for Skateboard P to tell you about when he was selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go, you could do it too, by for real. Word. Let's play that shit. Let's play that <laughs> shit. At, yo, there's nothing more motivational than songs about selling drugs, bro. I don't care. When did for real sell drugs? <laughs> bro, he probably did at some point. Like He, he might have sold like an eight ball once. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. What album is this off of? In My Mind? In My Mind. Yeah. Fuck, we had Opie on the show a few months ago, and he talks, he lo- he loves this album. I mean, I'm... Anything Neptunes, I'm going to listen to, point blank, period. Yeah. There's very few Neptunes things that I don't like. Yeah. I, listen I to- like Hard Candy by Madonna. I like... <laughs> Like the sweet escape by Gwen Stefani. Like I, I ride with the Neptunes anywhere. Yeah, they always were. They were always so cool and just so like. They always had their distinct sound, and it was one of those things where people just didn't. Some people just didn't respect it. Like I remember, I heard this story all the time. Nori introduced Nas to Pharrell and was like, "Yo, this dude is nice," and Nas was like, "Nah, his jeans are too tight." So people were like, they were just they were considered weirdos. But what's crazy is uh, what you call it? I listened. I was listening to uh, the Five Hundred Four Boys, right? The fucking oh, their, yeah. first, their, their first their first album. Pharrell produced I, a song on that. I believe that he produced a song, and that's like one of the first that it's one of the first times you hear Pusha T on a song because Master P wanted to sign the clips. Wow. But I like this, because it's like, I like the idea of him being like, yo, I did this, you can do it too. Like, people, but people have been there before. Because um, I get worried sometimes, like, when I'm doing this shit, it feels like I'm just by myself. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know who to talk to about this shit. I don't know who to ask about this shit, because it's like, I feel like this is a path that's never been on, because I'm so new to it. But it's like, no, people have done this before. And if you can do it, if they can do it, I can do that shit. Hey, man, the Flintstones had a writing staff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
They made, you know, the Jetsons and they made, you know, they made all kind of stuff, man. Super Friends had writers, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's doable. And they had typewriters. They didn't have computers at all. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, my God. Yo, how did people fucking... You, you stopped it at the right time, man. Because how did people write fucking scripts and shit on typewriters? What do you mean? No, I mean, like, how do you... The like, script format is... The reason it looks like that no, is because of typewriters. No, 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 no. Not, like, I mean, not like that. Like, imagine, like, you ever been, like, writing, 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 and you're like, yo, this paragraph is just trash. And you just, like... You just you just exit out and you start again. The typewriters go. Oh, this this whole page is awful. You have to go tear it off and set up everything again and then type 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 type. Then you run out of ink and you got to replace that shit. It just feels yeah, like man. But then you know they start to be ways around that white out. You know what I'm saying? Is you know cut. There was there was ways there was ways to do stuff, but still, yeah. Way we got it way easier. We do. We got it way easier. But at the same time, it's like, I think with typewriters, they had it easy in the sense of, like, if you, had, if you were going to type some shit, there was, like, a special place you went. Like, all right, you're typing. You know all you're going to focus on is typing. And it's not like the ty- if the typewriter was just like, hey, I'm a typewriter, but also you can talk to your friends on me. Also, you can watch porn. On a, you can't watch porn on a typewriter. Get distracted by that. No, but you could write. You could write porn. Yeah, so <laughs> that's crazy. You know what I'm like, you're, a novel, you know. What so I'm you're saying? sitting there, so you're sitting there writing some shit, and you get horny and distracted, and you just end up writing porn for the next like three pages. That's like, like all right, I'm sorry. Saying, yeah. That's I'm saying. People used to read books. Yeah, you and know I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, and I realized recently there, there is there are bad books out there. People used to yeah. read books, but there are some trash books out there. There's some trash books. You know what's great about that? No one's gonna, like, you never gonna look dumb reading a dumb book. You're still reading something, yep. You know what I'm saying? You could be reading the worst book ever and people still gonna look like, oh man, that man over there reading. What's the worst book you ever read? <laughs> the worst book I ever read? Oh, I read this, like, book and it was, like, trying to be, like, a tell all about Michael Moore. And it was like uh, Michael Moore is a stupid white person, and it was just like a bunch of like uh, a bunch of stuff about Michael Moore I didn't need to know. There's also I read like uh, I read a gossipy book about Seinfeld that was like a little too much too. It made me mess with Seinfeld harder because I was like, oh, he 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 a person just like me, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like these exactly. stories of him in college, like it was supposed to make me like like. Like, hate him, but instead I was just like, oh, no, nah, I rock with dude heavy now. You know what I'm saying? Nick, what's the worst book you ever read? Uh, I can't think of anything right now. Uh, uh, I'll say the worst book I ever read. All right, I wouldn't say just bad writing, but, like, I read LL Cool J's biography, autobiography, in like in high school. Something in my in my house, somebody like left it there, so I read it, and it was like, it started off kind of interesting, but then it got like, you could tell he's like, I'm not proud of what's what. He's like, I'm not proud of these moments in my life, but he just talks about all the sex he had for like three chapters, 
And you can tell he's still like super proud of that. He was so proud of that shit. And he was like, yeah, then I dropped my next album. I think it was, what was like, what was the last album? Like the fifth album we were talking about. Not Walking with a Panther. It was the one after that. It was, uh. The one after that is, uh, Mama said, knock you out. No, 14, shot, 14 shots 14 to the dome. Shots to the dome. No, no, he said, Mr. He's like, Mr. Smith dropped. Like, Mr. Smith dropped. And he was like, at first, it didn't sell that many records. And I was just like, what's going on in my career? Because I only sold 500,000 copies. But then it went platinum, and I felt better. And I was like, that's like. Come on, man. They, he got Miss Hey Lover and, you know, uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, yo, seven. And- he talks about the first time he licked his lips on stage like it was fucking Gollum finding the ring. Come on, man. I want to read this book now. This doesn't sound bad at all. Bro. It was I'm not, I read. I read. It was like it's just like it was just like all right. Also, another bad book I read, and I feel bad for saying it, but I actually stopped halfway. Like, Jackie Robinson's autobiography. Hey man, hey, I'm gonna need you to chill. Yo, the first half, it was I was with him. I was he was like, yeah, I was going through this, I was going through that. Then I started playing. Then I started playing baseball. And then after like after maybe like he gets to this point where you realize. His whole goal is just like I don't want to be. I mean, it's natural. It's like I don't want to be the black baseball player. I want to prove that I'm like you know just a person, an actual player. But it was like it gets so boring because he just talks about baseball. He he talks about baseball stats. Like he's like I stole this base, and I cussed out the I cussed out the umpire. And the story to the death threats because people were threatening to kill him. Oh, you get him playing baseball. No, you get you no. Know, he's worried thing. about the stats. No, he's, well, he's people like, writing him letters. No, they, he talks about that. He talks about that. So they that. got his address. Oh, he talks and about they that. To kill him. He talks about that. But then, but then, this is the part after that. Like the, the parts about the death threats, all that crazy shit. People heckling him and shit. His teammates being racist. That's all there. But then he's like, yeah, that was bad. But then this happened. It's like, it's not. We're talking about. I want to talk about you psychologically. What was going through your mind at this time? And it was kind of like maybe I don't remember it probably, but it's like he maybe felt he like, couldn't get into all that yet. Maybe he think, wasn't. Maybe he wasn't there yet. But this is like years after. Like I like you read a. You I mean, didn't Jackie Robinson die like young? I don't think he died young. I think he died in like his fifties, maybe. No, not fifties. Like like his sixties. That's 70s. what I'm saying. Let me check this out. That's, nah, that's Jackie Robinson. He, you know what I'm saying. He didn't get to have his flowers for real, for real. I think he like. Yeah, he, he died like, at like he, okay. He was born in nineteen nineteen, and uh, he died nineteen. He died in nineteen seventy two. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so he was. 50, he was like fifty three. That's Shit. young. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like think about it. Magic and Jordan, all them, they like, they older than that. All right, I'm gonna take back what I said about Jackie Robinson's book being bad, and I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna replace that. With, I, I swear, read man, Red Sox fans are the worst, man. Hell yeah, we're petty yeah. as shit. Fuck every, <laughs> fuck everybody, fuck Babe Ruth. Yeah, leave, man. But I bet like, you, I bet you, if he was out there with Ted Williams in there, hell he'd yeah, be like, oh yeah, you know, Jackie Robinson book was amazing. First of all, but the Red Sox didn't they didn't integrate they didn't integrate until like nineteen they didn't integrate until nineteen seventy. Yeah, they probably <laughs> they probably forced him. His name was like Punky. Yeah. His name was like Punky Robinson or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. And he was a pin, he was a pinch runner. Yeah, my like, dude suing the MLB. Meanwhile, y'all just started letting black people play. But we had <laughs> the first. Sued, who's the dude that tried to get the free agent? Was that Ozzy Davis? I don't even remember that shit. 
I'm not into baseball like that. I just know Boston facts. I don't know much about baseball. I was actually gonna buy. I was gonna buy MLB the Show to play on my PlayStation because I was like, I want to learn about baseball and stuff. But I don't know too much. All I know is that the Red Sox integrated super late. But in hockey, we were the first. We had the first black player ever, Willie O'Ree, who was a tough son of. He, that's a tough. He's still alive. That's a tough, tough person. You look at him now. It's like he could still fuck you up. He played with no mask. He played with no mask. No mask. I think because this was back when they played with no helmets and shit. So he played with no helmet. Kurt Flood. Who the fuck was that? Kurt Flood sued the uh, MLB, and that's how free agency began in professional sports, right? Hmm. He just died uh, recently, like maybe two years ago. Well, R.P. to a real one who made choices that helped other people. But oh, the no, word died in '97. Oh well, still R.P. That was 20 years, 23 years ago. Damn. But okay, here's the worst book I ever read: Superhead's Tell All about all the rappers she fucked. They made confessions of a video vixen. Yup. Yeah, Kurt Flood played for the Cardinals from '58 to '69. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This man retired before y'all started letting black people play. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. They didn't so like... So you didn't like Confessions of a Video Vixen? It was just badly written. And I was so like... So you taking for grammatical errors. Everybody else wanted to tea. And you like, man, where is the comma? Yeah, I mean, where, where's that? I want apostrophes. I want semicolons. I want, I like it. I like. Come on, man. At least get somebody to help you write the book. Somebody did help her write the book. They should have helped OG her more. Rap and Shaq and Eddie Winslow and Lil Wayne and Ray J, Bill Maher and Ray J. Yeah, a bunch of people, man. Ice T, Ice T, Jay Z. Uh, who else? Uh, Vin Diesel. Fred Vin Dur- Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Fred Durst. Uh, who a bunch of people, and then there was Cat Stacks who fucked Aaron Carter. I mean, he beat Shaq. Oh, I hate it. I've never, I knew I, I was the first time he was giving you the facts, you know what I'm saying? This is the facts, this is what happened, dog. I remember when Aaron Carter first came out, I remember that was the first time I felt in my heart. I felt in my heart, I was like. This is when I was like, "Yo, white." Pr-. That's why I first knew I was like, "White." Pr-. I didn't know the na- the term, but I was like, "This is he's just because he's white." This is the only reason people like this shit because he's white. No, this is good. Hey man, Nas made a whole album called "Hip Hop Is Dead." Didn't even bring that song up. He didn't. Yeah, he should. He should have. If he brought that yeah. up, I'd be like, "Yo, thank you." But he was like, <laughs> "Oh." He'd been like, "Yo, this goes out to Nick Carter." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. he's saying, "Boom!" I put it in the hoop like, like slam. That don't even make sense, That's, dog. Yeah. But that Nas. That sound like a foul. That sound like an offensive foul. Nas Nas didn't he didn't bring up that song, but he brought up he didn't bring up Aaron Carter, but he but he rapped like a fifth like a forty yeah. Chicago cop. It's who yeah, who yeah. killed it? Who killed it? It's who killed it. Let your pull up who, who killed, killed it. Who killed it? Oh my god. Isn't that the is that the one produced by Chris Weber? There's one song on that album yeah, that's produced that? by was, Chris Weber. What the fuck was Nas? Yeah, what was Nas thinking, bro? 
Nas. My yeah. mom bought me that album. I, I have a copy of Hip Hop. Some of the songs were good. Carry On Tradition was good. Black Republicans was good. Oh this my is God. disrespect for the Air B and Rakim. <laughs> Why do it? No. He thought I killed it acting in in uh <laughs> I killed it with all my acting. Let me try voice acting. Bro sure If he just rapped the song regular as a detective trying to figure out who killed Hip Hop, it would have been great. Oh, oh my god! Oh man, this is like this is a real moment in our lives, bro. This is a real moment. Like, we had this album, we all heard this song, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Oh god! Chris Webber produced "Blunt Ashes." That song was good. Blunt Ashes was a good. That was a good. That was a good song. That was a good song. Because right. he was just, and that, but that song was all just like T. That song was just like, oh, one of the Supremes died. They hated each other. Donnie Hathaway killed himself. It was just like, this is T about like the industry. And I was like, damn. But that song, who killed it? I was like, yo, what would you I think? would like a Chris Webber doc. A lot of stuff has to get resolved first for it to be done properly. But his life is crazy. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. He was like, I think he doesn't get the credit. He as a basketball player he doesn't get that credit. One of the most misunderstood athletes, period. Because of that timeout, that timeout, the fucking the mm. timeout, the thing, and then afterwards the thing with the Fab Five. Yeah, this and is the, like yeah. you know, him snitching. That's the reason that they lost. They, uh, you know, they banners and everything. And, you know, the whole thing with the refs, with the, you know, the 2002 Western Conference Finals and, uh-huh. you know, his time in Washington. Like, I have his that numbers are incredible. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He should, there should be a conversation about Chris Weber being in the Hall of Fame, and it's not because he doesn't have rings. Yeah. His his look at his numbers and look at Dirk's numbers and you'd be like oh but well Dirk but Dirk at the same time though Dirk his game like that jump that his shot was like revolutionary that was un, it's like unguardable that's, that's just perfect that's hype but still I got the Weber bullets jersey that, right here that is hype nah that's facts bro you uh, watch that flamingo shot and be like you can't what do you, what do you do with that shit that nigga that's Will Chamberlain did the same shot but they won't show you that because they want you to think Michael Jordan's the greatest. I mean, Will Chamberlain was yeah. Will Chamberlain, I mean, there was a lot, there was a lot of great players. There's Will Chamberlain footage, was great. Footage of Will Chamberlain doing the same exact shot. Hey, you but, don't put up fifty with just dunks and layups. But it wasn't that before There's they had way like more people would average fifty. No, wasn't that way? What wasn't that when um before they had like three in the key and shit? It doesn't matter. He was shooting jumpers in in Kansas. Will always had a J. They just don't. They don't show you him shooting jumpers. They only show you footage of him when he's old because it's in color. Yeah, I don't like watching black and white footage of basketball. That's my that's my new conspiracy theory is that Will's the greatest and the powers that be 
can't profit off of Will Chamberlain, so they won't. My conspiracy they theory. Won't, like, they won't, like, they're trying to suppress that. Also, Michael Jordan owns all his footage. Yeah. So you can't you can't be disparaging of Michael Jordan in the media because he can always he always has the power to pull his image. Yeah, that's why that's because like that's also in this documentary that's this, this documentary, it's like this, this is how I know Michael Jordan's an asshole because this is like, like he released this shit and he's still kind of an asshole in this documentary. But it's like imagine all the shit they, they took out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Michael Jordan's the only person on the Bulls that ever did drugs. Yeah. So I, mean, even, though, I mean, Dennis Robbins is the only person on the Bulls that did drugs. He's like, yeah, you I want to say Michael Jordan was like, nah, man, I'm going to my room. <laughs> I'm going to my room. He's like, oh, and it's like fucking Jordan. Oh, he's like, Robin went to Las Vegas and I went to get him. It's like, all right, but what'd you yeah. do when you were there? They, and also, it's like, talk to like, they don't talk to like, cause talk to his ex-wife. She probably has a lot to say about that nigga. Yeah, no, that's why they skip around on the timeline. They're like, all right, let's go back to this game. All right, let's yeah, go back exactly. to 98. You know what I'm saying? Again. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. They, they, sh- <laughs> they showed they show his sons for a second. And it's like, oh, if they go. never talk about him going to Atlantic City while they're playing the Knicks in the playoffs, like these next couple episodes, where like the, in, the, in the mix of the first three, Pete, then I'm really going to feel like, all right, y'all really skipping around. If they that don't talk like about, thing. if they don't talk about how he destroyed Kwame Brown's confidence. Well, no, that, this, this thing ends at 98. Yeah, never mind then. Because that's what I want to see. That's, that's what I want to see. I want to see them talk about, because I don't know if you know this, but Kwame Brown, like, Jordan was like, we should draft this guy. He likes him. And they play, and they play probably. Went to his house. Yeah. Talk to his family. We're gonna make you a star, and then broke him down. Yeah, like he broke him. Like he broke him. Like he'd practice. They do one on ones every practice, and Jordan would smoke him and tell him how garbage he was. Kwame would like cry and shit. But Richard Hamilton, he you know he was hard on Richard Hamilton. Richard Hamilton flourished after that. Yeah, but that's also because... It really depends on the... Everybody can't deal with Jordan. Like, they were like, oh, like, he was, like, terrible to build Cartwright and stuff, but it's like, they figured out how to win. You know, like, I don't know. Like, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But, yo, this has been great, and I'd love to keep talking about shit, but... uh, Nick, can you do me a favor? I don't know. I hate putting you on the spot for shit, but, like, I want you because you last last episode you summed up the episode as uh, John Legend. Is there anybody else you could sum up the episode as besides John Legend, or you want you somebody else? Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> come on, come on, bro. <laughs> he's not. He's not into it. I don't know if I have it in me today. Bro. I got you, because right, usually we have this. We, like Nick would talk, he'd, he'd break down what happened in the episode and sing it. John Legend, John Legend is like perfect. Wow, that's incredible. But today he just can't do it. I, I can't get there. <laughs> you do it as Tracy. <laughs> you do it as yo, because. Tra- I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Come on, man. Hey, does that help? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even looking. Yo. We'll give you your privacy, you know what I'm saying? 
Who, who, who is this? Who, who? All right, because you, you, you can do either Tracy Morgan, tell us what happened in the episode, or John Legend. It's up to you. In this episode? Yeah. We talked about Jordan. We talked about the Fresh We talked about Fresh Prince. We talked about... Uh, and Will Smith. Will Smith, like Tupac. <laughs> Ladies Love Cool James. Yeah. Todd Smith. We talked about the sports. We talked about the Fresh Prince. We talked about rappers. And the different battles there is. <laughs> That's all for you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's fucking perfect, bro. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I, I'm sorry to put you on the spot like that. I appreciate it. Yeah. I really, I really, I really, I really, really, really appreciate it. Yo, you got the eye of the tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John you know, Legend singing the Eye of the Tiger. That's that would be the saddest song. <laughs> oh man! If you could do Anthony Hamilton, I would have cried. Yeah, but it's, it's not. I'm not that's something that we gotta develop in like months or so. Oh yeah, I gotta. I gotta figure. But if you can figure that out, I I will. I'll die a thousand times because that is the that, Anthony Hamilton to me has. That's one of my favorite voices. That's just pure pain. But all right, guys. Thank, thank Rob. Thanks for being on the show. That was great. Nick, no, thanks for having me. Thanks for you know doing that. I appreciate that. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, Rob, where can people find you online? You can find me. Uh, my website is robhaze.com. R O B H A Z E. Uh, my Instagram name is Rob Hayes. R O B H A Z E. And uh, I have an album out. It's called Hazelpedia. It's on all streaming platforms. Yep. Please stream that. I bought Buy it. that if you're really cool. Download it. Um, and uh, my Twitter is at Robert is the man. I'll spell it correctly. Yes. Yes. Fucking fantastic. And thank you all. Again, everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, if you can get unemployment, get it. But if you can't, sell drugs. You can do it too. All right. Thank you all. And we're done. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.